Hey, welcome to Story Guys. That's right. Hey, I'm Murdoch. I'm Brian, and this is a fake game show podcast where we tell each other true stories about a chosen topic each episode, and whoever tells the best tale at the end gets awarded a large amount of fake points. That's correct. And you're currently wearing the tiara because you I, won last episode. Or a tiara, as you said, country boy with your <laughs> southern accent, University of I Arkansas. I don't have a southern accent except on certain occasional words like tiara. Yeah, when you're about to fix into tell somebody. I'm, I'm fixing to tell you a story. Yeah, so we so we're gonna find out who's gonna get the uh, the best points and a little bit about uh, us. Uh, I'm Murdoch. He's Brian. We used to have a podcast called Ice Cream Headache. We had comedians on. It was the most popular podcast in the history of podcasts, never, but maybe. And we and <laughs> we, we we used to call it Marin, and then we changed it to Ice Cream Headache just at the end. That's I'm just right. kidding. That's correct. Yeah. WTF? I can't even make that joke right. Sorry. But and we we went and met him like we were doing going to Mecca, and we did that thing. We, we did do that that's probably a story for the podcast at some point because that, we both got pretty nerdy on that whole that's correct exchange that's correct and if we could i'm just gonna say it and i don't care our podcast had better fidelity than wtf did at the beginning <laughs> because he was in his freaking garage with like little bitty sheer microphones and we were doing this in a professional recording studio. We're, we're doing all right tonight. Tonight we are in a less professional recording studio, but but the microphone is positioned on top of uh, our copy of Infinite Jest. We finally found <laughs> something to do with that book. <laughs> I'm actually kidding. That's a lie. It's on our on top of my copy of the Knicks. Uh, so you know, also a large book I haven't read. Um, so so let's get to let's get to how this works, right? So we're we're friends. We now work in marketing. We do storytelling for a living in different ways. I talk about narrative branding and storytelling you talk about social media i'm in the middle of george orwellian's 1984 freak show of making sure i know everything <laughs> about everyone and i talk to people on the facebooks we we, we lecture we, we go around we talk about different things and that kind of thing but we also always try to make time to catch up with each other and tell stories whether it be over a giant pita like it was yesterday which was delicious yeah i would I, like another one of those right now i had one tonight at the mall <laughs> i did or uh if it's here with a microphone and so we play this game show as an excuse to tell each other stories and we are going to get a topic for today all right what is it and our topic for today it's from the hat that has all of the all things of the, that are related to us yeah. so we did who are you in an episode this is ooh, ooh, best friends that's the key but I, so i have a best friend story that comes to mind but it's not about you is that okay <laughs> okay listen okay and, and you won last time, so you get to choose. Do you go first or do I go first? Um, I'm going to pretend I was going to make some sports reference, but I don't even know what those things mean. I'm going to go first. <laughs> okay, okay, here he is. So you get, you get to kick off in the second half. Okay. You receive, and oh, who See, cares? We can't do who that. Who cares? So okay. here we go. It's Story Guys. It's uh, Murdoch is up, and the topic is best friends. Go. So, Brian... Best friends, <laughs> this isn't about you either. So, uh, so when I was a, I don't remember even how it happened, but I was a, I was a boy. I must have been like seven or eight or so, and I got a dog, and oh. I was so super excited. And uh, what, what was the dog's name? I need to know that. His what color. His name was Cujo. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was. Who allowed you to name the dog Cujo? The Your dad? S- the same parents that let me watch Porky's and Bachelor Party <laughs> and Saturday Night Live, Brian. Do you think Cujo is bad that I named the dog? This is this is like no curfew, Murdochs. <laughs> Jesus. 
This is nothing, man. So, and here's the other thing. Never, hadn't read the book yet, but oh, no. at that age, I had seen the movie. No, and, of course. And, I, I will say, I have not seen the movie, and I don't want to, I don't no. want to distract your story. No. But I do want to say, I've seen the scene, yeah. just the scene in the car. Like, yeah. every, you don't even have to say what. Yeah. The scene in the car, and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely, it's still, in it's, 2019, still terrifying. Yeah. Christine, the movie, to me, is scarier than the book. But I'll say that. Anyway, so, uh, so I got Cujo. Cujo was a. <laughs> I can't believe he's I, named this, Cujo. This is this is the other thing is that I was told it was like a purebred Eskimo Spitz, which I'm sure is what anyone would tell you from a pet breeder, <laughs> dog breeder, when you live in a town with eight thousand people uh, that has an air conditioning factory uh, where everybody works. But uh, yeah, so hey, let me use my southern accent. Hey, this is a purebred. Hey man, <laughs> hey man, you, you ain't gonna find a dog like this anywhere else. This dog is a pure breed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> was I close? <clears throat> <clears throat> sort of. <clears throat> so um, I, I have pictures of Cujo. Cujo was an Eskimo Spitz. And then uh, Cujo barked a lot. And in the backyard, my dad had some concrete poured to put the doghouse on it. Then they put up a cage. And so then the dog Cujo was inside the cage with the doghouse. Cujo ate the doghouse, pretty much, uh, and barked all the time. Do you know why? Because it was in a cage. That's why. <laughs> right? At night. It wasn't in our house because my dad wouldn't let it in the house because he liked cows better than people and didn't like dogs either because he didn't think they had brains. I, you and I have talked about that before. <laughs> he doesn't think that dogs and cats have brains. So, so science so, be darned. So, Cujo gets uh gets taken away um i don't even like, like ceremoniously or yeah. you just came home one day and he wasn't there came home one day and he wasn't there so i had no idea what happened so he like anything else went to my grandfather's house where all animals go to get hit by a car <laughs> which 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 i understand no, not a farm he did not live on a farm yeah oh yeah oh yeah it was a farm it's 400 acres and he had a house but there's a little gravel road and somehow <laughs> the dogs would chase the trucks and they all got hit by cars except he did have a dog my grandfather did have a random not my dog my grandfather did have a dog that was blind and had three legs and it used to fall off the porch <laughs> so so okay so that is 30 years ago. <coughs> okay. Right. So fast forward to you and I, we have our podcast that we used to have before we had Ice Cream Headache and we're sitting having a conversation. We, we have, I, I guess it was you and I, I don't even know if we had a guest, maybe the two of us just talking and I started getting text messages and pictures and there was a dog and it just showed up at my wife's school. So up to this point, from Cujo until a few years ago when this happened, you never had had a dog. No, 30 okay. years. Never, uh, never had a dog. I think I had a, oh yeah, I did have a cat when I was a kid, but I was allergic <laughs> to it. they aren't best friends with anyone. Cats are not best friends. No. You can't have like the, the emotional support cat. <laughs> Thanks, Ronan Hirschberg. So, uh, but yeah, so I had never had a dog. And so uh, here we were, you and I, and I was sitting there and I was getting so furious because I was getting painted into a corner and this dog was coming to my house and I wasn't in charge of anything that was happening. Yeah. So it's just one of those things you just accept there's a dog coming and I did not want a dog in our house house did not want to deal with like because i'm like 
I'm not picking up poop and I'm not taking it for walks. You know, all the things that you say you're not going to do that you end up doing in life right. because you end up doing them, right? Um, so, uh, so the dog shows up and it's completely like covered in fleas. It has a collar, oh. but like, you know, no one would like it showed up at the school twice. Um, and it like came back. So it, it at worked. the school where your wife worked. The school where my and, wife And that's worked. why it came home with you. Yeah. And it, okay. play, it played with all the kids and was really good with all the kids. And that's why the dog came home. Because we have kids at our house, right? So the dog comes home. And uh, so it has to go to the vet because of, you know, uh, it's got fleas all over it and everything. And it's it's the saddest looking dog ever. It has resting sad face. We gave it an Instagram page because she's so, so dang sad. She has droopy eyes all the time. She's wagging her tail sometimes and you can hear it like hit things and you're looking at her face and it's like, man, she looks like she's ready to jump off this bridge. She looks so sad. And, um, so all the things I said I wasn't going to do, picking up poop in the backyard or taking on walks or, or you know, cleaning up hair and that, like, these are all things you end up doing that you say you're not going to do. Um, but what I didn't know that I was going to get into with Elsa was that Elsa had a few problems. So here they are. <laughs> First. <laughs> There's more than one. Oh, no. She's apparently allergic to everything <laughs> so currently she's eating the dick van Patten uh line of food that has uh duck in it we have we haven't went to the venison yet but you know uh, it, it when when they say oh there's no you know this is this is organic dog food you know what that means it just means it just means there's just bits of chicken and pork and all kinds of crap and preservatives in it that's <laughs> just not like so we've we've like went from one food to the other whatever and so we're we're here um hold on i think it's important to note that if you are at home very quick note to the listener uh, and you're playing the uh, dick van Patten drinking game <laughs> you, you need to you need to drink take a shot because dick yeah. van Patten has been mentioned this episode yes and for all you millennials out there i don't really know who dick van Patten is either i know it's like dick van oh i do it's like dick van dyke but not no really worse. but yeah but not him he's got dog food named after him so so anyway so so elsa the world's saddest looking dog is allergic to everything so so she has special food and so in addition to the special food we've never cured this allergy thing and pretty much the vet's like you know she's just this is just what you got so um she scratches her ear all the time and she gets pills you know the other thing i'm not giving that dog pills so she's got a prescription and she just and then after you, and if you, you run, doing that motion yeah. is so lost on the microphone and, it's so good yeah i know i can't really do it like loud enough i don't know what to do um so when you, she runs out of pills then she starts like making this awful noise when she's scratching her ear then she bites her paws um because she's like allergic to everything and brian <laughs> i have never smelled a dog that smells so bad this is how bad the dog smells I can go outside and do something else I said I was never going to do which is wash a freaking dog in my backyard with suave shampoo or whatever and just sit there like hand wash a dog and then you know spray it because they love hoses 
and then take a take a towel and dry it off and bring it in the house and put my nose on it like that dog it, nothing doesn't work <laughs> nothing works and when you ask the vet you know what he says ah, it's the allergies it stinks <laughs> that's it so this, ha- is, this yes. is the part of the story where it's I- not like penicillin <clears throat> or like milk or a nut allergy I don't even know. She stinks. Wouldn't it be terrible if you had a nut allergy and just because you had the nut allergy, everyone was so repulsed about how awful you smell. That's what lives in my house. That's my best friend. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to say the, the important part about this story to bring it full circle to the topic is that I was with you the moment you found out you were getting this dog and you were irate. And I think that's public knowledge. So we can say that you were irate and within... Two weeks? Yeah. I, it was like you were still trying to play it cool. Like, yeah, that dog. But like, I noticed there were like pictures of the dog on your phone. And then like, I'd call you and you'd be like, oh, I'm just hanging out with the dog. And like, that dog really is, it's a pal to you now. And you you love that dog. Yeah. And when I take the laptop and I'm like, well, it's 10 o'clock at night. Everybody's asleep. I'm going to do some work. That sad dog with its sad eyes walks up and gets and lays its like butt on the computer and then puts its paws on my chest and just lays there and looks at me. Like, what's up, man? What's That's going right. on? I, you know, that we can give Elsa the title of, of your best friend because I can't compete with that. So that that's a good story. And also, last thing I must mention, her name is Elsa and is not named after the princess from Frozen it's because it's a Swedish name that's why (laughs) we should say for those that don't know uh, Murdoch is married to a Swedish woman yeah that's why that's important yeah which I'd like to say it makes me Swedish but it it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) okay so now it's it's my turn that story was really good I don't know if I can beat it we're talking about best friend so my story is not about a dog um There will, there will probably be a story at some point on this podcast where I talk about the time that I went on the radio and, and publicly said I didn't like dogs and what a, what a catastrophe that was. So I, I don't want to spoil that story, but I will wow. say instead a story about my best friend, my human best friend, when I was five. And his name was John Michael Brown, <laughs> which I'm using his real name. And if he listens to this, I love you, buddy. Um, John Michael Brown, first of all, is a great Eastern Kentucky name because <laughs> that is. is where we met each other was in Ashland, Kentucky. Oh, I thought he he almost has three first names, but Brown. Yeah, not, last not name. quite. Not yeah. quite. Yeah. So John Michael Brown and I, our moms were friends. That's kind of how you make friends when uh, you're five. Uh, your moms hang out and they say, hey, you guys are roughly the same age. Get along. So we got along and it was cool and uh i don't remember a whole lot about that relationship other than the proximity and the friendliness and we were we were cool and our moms were around whatever so uh very shortly after we got to be pretty good friends we moved from ashland kentucky um several hours away and i didn't see john michael very much but every once in a while things would happen he would come and we'd go to a week of summer church camp or something together and and we'd occasionally see each other and i i do remember one of the defining characteristics of John Michael Brown when he was five was he possessed something on his head that I really wished. Well, I don't know that I wished I had it. Go on. He had a rat tail, Murdoch. <laughs> 
and it was awesome. John Michael Brown. And there's someone listening to this. This is a family show. There's a kid listening right now who who is like asking mom to pause to say, what is a rat tail? And, you know, if I was going to explain that to my children, I think I would just Google it because there's no way to explain the glory of a rat tail on a five-year-old kid. Yeah. Except with my family, they'd say, well, Uncle Ted had one. Where, <laughs> right? I mean, you either know or, man, it is some alien concept. Right? So, anyway... Fast forward, I haven't seen John Michael Brown. We, we were friends at five. We were occasional friends over the summer for years. And then I don't really see him much. And then when we're both 14, <clears throat> our moms work out some reason for us to get together for the summer. And I'm going to go to Ashland, Kentucky to spend a week with him. Oh, okay. So, And you're in Arkansas. So, uh, no, I'm in, I think I'm in, I'm somewhere else in Kentucky. But I'm okay. several hours away. You're far away. So we, we go to, I go to Ashland. And I find that John Michael Brown is a big fan of Notorious B.I.G., which I was a preacher's kid, and I never heard that album before. So I hear that for the first time. Um, He seems to have fallen into a slightly rougher crowd. (laughs) And I'm I'm a preacher's kid. Again, if you don't know me at all, I have a preacher's kid, and I was a real straight shooter through most of middle school and high school. Preacher under the tent. So, um, So... I was a little shocked by John Michael's behavior. Um, <laughs> can I tell another fun fact about uh, John Michael that you will really, really appreciate? Or, or about his behavior, anything that was shocking to you, Brian, okay. please go on. <laughs> okay, so before hear. we get to that, yeah. so his mom, eventually they might have gotten divorced, but his mom was married to a guy named Daryl when we were kids. And Daryl, like, never, I think we met from at church, but, like, Daryl never came to church. So you only saw Daryl if you ever went to John Michael's house. And the main thing I remember about Daryl yes. is that Daryl bet wrong. And what I mean, I say he bet wrong, what I mean is in the VHS versus Betamax debate, oh, he chose Betamax. No. And he had a living room wall to ceiling full of Betamax. And the main thing I remember is I was always movie obsessed. I still am. That, that will come yeah. up all the time. We talk about films and pop culture. And I remember specifically going, digging through the Betamax to see what, what he had. This and of course, the, most of them were things I wasn't supposed to see. Is this the 90s? No, this is late 80s. Late when 80s. I was five, so 88 I would have been five okay and there so were, there were those other beta tapes Betamax tapes you weren't supposed to see yeah yeah so I don't know he may have had some of those but he had the regular movies too and I'm going through them and I found a copy of Hot Dog <laughs> do you remember that movie from the 80s the ski Hot- movie yes <laughs> so like for You'd some reason my main memory is well we didn't watch it but I remember being like I bet I'm not supposed to watch this I remember finding it in his living room yeah. anyway that's a story that I knew you would appreciate to give a little color to John Michael yeah. so now I think Daryl and, and his mom are no longer married went at 14 and so his mom is there and she's cool but then the mom goes to bed really early like at this is that summer we're 14 and she'll be like okay I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed and she'll go down to the basement and like disappear and we don't see her until the morning and so John Michael we were 14 I'm saying that a lot for a reason okay about the first or second night he goes okay cool so uh, mom's in bed so now we're gonna go cruising and I said oh what's cruising I mean, I'm 14, dude. Like, I, if the, my summers when I was 14 at home, we, I was going to vacation Bible school still, right? So, like, it was it was real G-rated. And he B- says, he BBS says, in the house. He says, here's how we do it. We, uh, mom's definitely snoozing, so I'm gonna go out and get in her car. Yeah, 14, and I'm gonna pop it in neutral, 
and you're going to help me push it down the driveway. Oh, I never did that. And then we're going to push it down the street, and then I'll... Like, once it gets going, he knew how to, like, get it to go. Yeah, you, you turn like, it. And- I don't know if he had the keys or if he was really just... He might have just been somehow figuring out how to make it work without the keys. Like, he was... This is where I realized he was a devious fellow. Like, he had figured out some things in life that so, I was far from figuring out. Did he hotwire the car without the keys? Like, I, I can't remember if he was hotwiring or if he had the keys. Okay. But regardless, he was 14, and he was driving this car around. You're looking at your friend across this microphone who is driving an El Camino through a neighborhood <laughs> with kids in the back of it at 14. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. The so, things you don't know about. So I had to make a choice when I was at this point. And this, like, I think about this story a lot because it was one of the first points where I really had to make a choice about whether I was going to... Yeah be good or quote unquote air quotes good or bad right Right, like it was the first kind of adult decision do i take this gigantic risk and possibly end up in at the police station like i probably wouldn't have you know gotten a record for it or anything but i probably would have ended up at the police station or do i let john michael go drive around this car by himself and i stay at home in his room and listen to notorious big and i want you to guess which one you think i did huh okay this is a conundrum because this could have been crossroads for you. Or you could have been like... <laughs> Robert Johnson was there. The yeah. devil was there. It was all crazy. Or you were just sitting in a room going, biggie, biggie, biggie. Thank you. <laughs> you were just listening which, to that. Which was as probably as, as um, enlightening yeah. uh, to my psyche. You stayed in the car. You think I went with him in the car? Or you think I stayed at the house? I think you went with him in the car. I didn't. You stayed in the house? I stayed, and he went out without me, and I remember thinking, like, this is the end of the friendship because he's choosing to do something illegal, and I'm here staying with him for a whole week, and every night, the whole week, he would leave and take the car out, and I would fall asleep, and I'd wake up in the morning, and he would be there. So so he would leave every night, and you would just stay? Yeah! But you guys were still friends. It was just a thing. He was... Well, he's running around hanging out with other people. I guess. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. driving around. Well, right. I would say after that trip, we were never really friends. Like, I mean, I don't have a problem with him, but like, we never kept in touch after that because it was clear our agendas were very different in life. You, you mean you haven't tried to look him up on the Facebook? So one time he did send me a message on Facebook and, and it was very hard to read. Oh, right. Because of the, the grammar. The grammar was difficult. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, hey, bro. And then that was about it. So yeah. so that was I'm glad that you're one of my best friends now instead of John Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>, me too. <laughs> so that's my story. That means we've come to the part of the show where we choose a winner. Do we is it Elsa the dog as the best friend or is it JMB as the best friend? Uh what what is the better story? What do you think? I'm I I feel like JMB because there's a lot that it says about about you as a kid and you making a you made a decision that I wouldn't have made yeah like now that I think about it as like from the perspective of a kid I don't think very many kids would have made that decision to stay especially night after night after night like I mean I I, know I'm pretty sure it was like four or five nights yeah after yeah some some other kid would have been beat into submission mentally somehow to like figure out what's going on. I was so scared of ending up in the Ashland jail. Like that's what I did not want to happen, man. Or, or is my that's eight, an oil town? As my eight year old says, juvie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to explain to her that like you're not going to juvie. This is not a thing that's going to happen to you. Uh, all right, I get the points in the tiara. You gotta I, hand me the tiara. Get that off your head. For, first, as my buddy Travis McMillan, who I grew up with my whole life, graduated high school with, I wish he was listening to this right now. He'd say, "You get about forty-seven million points, Brian." <laughs> tiara <laughs> on your head. That's another episode of Story Guys. Come back next time where we once again play a fake game show where the points don't matter and we have a lot of fun. Uh, Until then, keep telling stories. Story Guys is a production of Brian Eichenberger and Mark Murdoch. Get more stories, hear more podcasts, and book the guys for your conference or house party at wearethestoryguys.com. Copyright 2019 Boy Have We Got Stories Productions. All rights reserved.